and we're off to the races. And uh, I'm and coming up around the bend. Mike Felton comes up around the bend. And, and I have a, I'm having some trouble uh, with my shoes. And my shoelaces are off. And his ankles. Oh, no, and his ankles. Oh, and then he gets crossed up. Oh, no. <laughs> Why did somebody Here cross me up Zia in the middle of a rake? Coming around the corner. Coming in strong. And she's going for the win. ZF is your horse name? Yes. Zuggy Fowls. Zuggy Fowls. Too many Z's in one name. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. How are you? Welcome to Sunday afternoon at our house. This is what Sunday afternoon is like at our house. This is what it feels like. We have so many fun things to talk about today. Am I this one? Uh, yeah. Okay. Why are you feeling like you need to be louder? Yeah. Okay. Do you be louder then? I think I, I think that's a little bit better. I feel like I can hear myself now. Okay. Great. Can you hear me? Yes. Can all of you hear me? I, so that's already too loud? It's not too loud. It's going to be, I promise. You have been so loud on when you do um, Zoom calls with more than one person or a video calls with more than one person. Because everyone's talking at the same time. Yes. Yes. Why, are you wanna, why do you want to fight with me? I don't want to fight. I could bring up things and, and not have them turn into a fight. Watch, watch. You are too loud. That's a fight. Phone. You're you're starting a fight. Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns me down. So you came into the house yesterday? Yes. And you work at your brand new studio, Studio Aura Salon mm-hmm. in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. And I am here. I work here. Yes. And I'm just here quarantining and not getting the coronavirus and just quiet all day. That's okay. I'm going to bring it home to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Even the scratching of your head is loud. And then you come into the house when I've been here quiet as a mouse all day. This is what it sounds like. When, when I'm in the house. Okay. Hey, it's quiet. It's so quiet and nice in here. I hate this bit already. Right. here. The wind. Coming up underneath the door. You can hear stuff getting colder. <laughs> you can hear stuff getting colder. That's how quiet. Sometimes, if I lose the remote control, I can just listen and figure out where the remote control is by from sound. Okay, I hate this. I hate where this is going. <laughs> That's how quiet it is. And then you come home and you you're talking to five or six people at a time on a a Zoom call, and it's extremely loud. And if everyone was talking, why would it make sense to be more loud? Sometimes you got to get your point across. And you think you do that with? My voice. Well, I know that. Yes. I'm just saying it's a, it's a drastic, there's such a drastic change in the decibel level when you come 
into the well, house and the domicile. I apologize that you just sit here in quiet times all day long. That's not and, what you should be apologizing for. And like I'm that sorry part. that I come back into the house, but you also have to remember that I'm a little bit hard of hearing because I have blow dryer in ear all day. Yeah. It's an old high school football injury. It's called blow dryer ear. <laughs> a lot of the MMA people have it. And I know for a fact that you have it. And I think as we get older, we need to examine how much of that has taken a toll on not only your long-term hearing ability, but my ability to have peace in this house. Well, guess what? There are earplugs somewhere in this house and you can get them. Yes. Yeah. Years. That's all I'm going to argue. I'll... I'll be so mad. Hey, Mike, what did you want to be when you were seven years old? When I was seven years old? Maybe a baseball player? And? And? A Beatle? No. One of the Beatles? And? Professional wrestler? No. Why don't you just tell me the answer you want me to say? A dentist? I, don't, I never wanted to be a dentist. Not what Dad said. You know my dad says wrong shit all the time. <laughs> I never once wanted you said to be that you I'm wanted to be Herbie from You said Rudolph. you had told him he was telling me a story because I guess he saw your old uh, baseball coach this week. And he was telling me a story and how about like when you were 7 that you wanted to be a Mets uh, on the Mets and you wanted to be a dentist. And that uh, he asked you when he was going to, when you were met, uh, who you were going to give tickets to. And you tell them everyone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Aunt Lori, mom. Aunt Lori Aunt was Karen, a big Mets fan as well. Aunt Karen. Everyone. Almost uh, everyone. Yeah. Every, yeah. every single person except for your dad. And I said, but I did say that he would be there. And what did I say he would be doing? Driving you to the game? Nope. Taking tickets. Oh. He'd be ripping tickets in the front and sweeping up peanut shells. That's very funny. At the end. Never have I ever wanted to be a dentist for any reason. Well, that's not what he said. Maybe he got that confused with first baseman. Yeah. Maybe. Because a dentist is like a first baseman for your mouth. So (laughs) I I have a couple of things written (laughs) in this pad for our episode 297 297 also thank you for joining us today thank you for listening to us hopefully on spotify i feel like there's been an uptick in the show since we've been on spotify and so happy to be here so happy and the more convenient it is for you to listen to our podcast the better we feel about making it that's true speaking of making it I was so hungry the other day and we've been doing the fasting thing and we've been trying not to eat a lot of shit, which makes obviously you crave shit more. Mm -hmm. Have you been craving crazy things? No, I haven't had time to poking holes in the hypotenuse almost as soon as I got out of I mean, yes, I've been craving chocolate. No, don't fucking lie to the podcast audience and to your husband. Let's keep it honest. Keep going. Uh, I've been craving a lot of things. Like? Like, I wanted to call the pizza place. 
not pizza, not Domino's. Okay. Like a real pizza place where they're like, what do you want on? Why don't you tell me what you want on? And I wanted to say, I want it just casually already yawn. I wanted to say, give me a double cheeseburger pizza. Oh, and then I imagine that they would say, well, what is, what is, what it is, what it is, what it is, right? And then I would say, why don't you make whatever you think that means? And I'll eat that. I'll pay however much it costs to make whatever you think that means. And I I would have eaten that the other day. You know, what's funny is that I got a salad the other day with uh, just a burger patty on it. I pictured like two McDonald's cheeseburgers sitting on top of a <laughs> a salad and I I liked it. Yeah. Was it good? Was it was your very tasty. burger salad? Good? Yes. It was. Great. Yes. I'm glad we're here together. Yes, same. It's weird to be home with you during the day. I know. It's it's it feels weird to be home during the day. Isn't it weird how life changes? We never saw each other. Right. And then we saw each other all the time. Only, exclusively only seeing one another. And now we never see each other again, but not because I'm doing anything fun. I'm just here and quiet. And it's so quiet. It's quiet like a mouse. Can we talk about how stressed out I was a couple of weeks ago? And I asked, and I was crying in bed before bed one night, and I couldn't even help myself. Uh, And I was like, I just want quarantine back. You did say that. Yeah. Is that what you really want? Kind of. Still? Yeah, I mean, I'm tired, man. I want to be able to sleep and not have something to do. And, you know, like I forgot what it was like. I know this is such like a first world fucking problem and it's so annoying. But like Doesn't having mean to it's run. It's not true to your life. You yeah, still have to having to life. run errands still like on your days off and, and you don't real, really get a day to chill. Mm-hmm. You know, that sucks. You're not um, good at, you need to adjust to, to taking breaks again. You need to be adjust, adjust to being home again. Cause you don't, especially now that you have your own thing mm-hmm. and it's not, you're working for somebody else's thing. Yeah. You don't really turn it off no. ever. And if there's two people like that in this house, it's just not going to be fun. It's yeah. not going to be a relaxing environment. Well, so I have been using my time. At the house in my quiet uh-huh. to do whatever I want at all times. Yeah. I work a lot, uh-huh. but then whenever I'm feeling like, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, I told you I was tired today. I know, I know that, and I know that you're working really <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's just that it's tough to not take it personally every time I start I'm not to get revved to... up by something. You yawn in my face. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough to to speak with any kind of passion well, I, to believe in myself. I understand. I'm sorry. It's like I'm talking instead of a this microphone. It's like I'm talking into your uh, empty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been using this time to I don't know. I work how I want to work now. Yeah. I know that I can't go anywhere else. So I fucking look around for inspiration, and then I make something. I you know, start my day and I write down a list. I want to do these things. But then when I'm feeling like I'm hungry or it's too much, I'll chill out for a little while. Yeah. And I think I'm striking a good balance between like, you know, 
they say you got to have like a home life, work, home yeah. life, work life balance. Yeah. And I just do that throughout the day. That's, that's fair. Uh, Jamie and I were actually talking to, we were talking about that this week at, at the salon mm -hmm. and how we need to really get back to a regular schedule, what our regular schedule was. And sure, we need to, you know, accommodate clients and whatever, you know, right now is a very uncertain time. We actually might get shut down again next week. So, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. um, welcome back. So I can I, teach you how to be quiet around here, <laughs> dude. I'm going to sleep for the first couple of days, just straight up like hardcore sleep. All right. I told you, what did I tell you I was going to do while you were sleeping the other day? I don't remember. Maybe Friday or Saturday night. It was Thursday night. I went to sleep at like eight. Mm -hmm. What did I tell you? You were going to wake up and find me doing what while you were sleeping? Farting in my mouth or something. Why? What? Farting in my mouth. No, that wasn't this week. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> I tell you that when you're, when you're acting a fool. I don't remember. <laughs> I said I was going to order a pizza and eat uh, it off your back. That's right. <laughs> and you were falling. You were literally like you were in that stage of being tired where you, you were in bed and you were falling asleep and you were like, this is the point of no return. Like yeah. when you have, um, uh, NyQuil, uh -huh. that point where you can't fight it off anymore. Yeah. And while you were drifting off, I was like, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to order a pizza. Order a pizza. I'm going to eat it off your back. And you were like, no, don't. Don't eat a pizza off my back, please. I said, what kind of pizza do you want to wake up to me eating off of your back? Double cheeseburger pizza. And get double cheeseburger pizza on your back. And, uh, <laughs> you, uh, I was going to say you were so tired because you were so tired. I wanted to see if that would wake you up. Yeah. I literally, I got home at seven o'clock. I sat with you for about 20 minutes and I was like, I cannot, cannot keep my eyes open. What if I dumped out a pizza from a box? I would have fucking killed onto you. Onto your back and put like a little, you know how they <laughs> give you the ranch on the side and put that on your little head, <laughs> dipping it getting crumbs in your hair and stuff. I would have been so mad <laughs> you're, you wake up and I'm just there with like a greasy like video game controller or the switch or something no. like I'm having a great time that's terrible little kids sleepover but you're the coffee table yeah actually oh. I've been I have been craving something what ramen all the time really yeah good want... ramen or a cup of noodles no good ramen yeah yeah I can't do the hot soup when it's hot. Uh, I don't mind you it. You would have loved this week's episode of Dynamic Banter. Did I tell you about the soup tube idea? No. We can't get into great detail because it's we can't blend the podcast. I don't want to even... I don't even like those guys. Those guys. So the idea was that this girl wrote in because her boyfriend had a crazy business idea that she was upset that he wouldn't support his business idea okay it's soup tube okay there's a centralized location where there is a, a lot of soup and there's a system of tubes that run directly into your house not unlike a an electric wire setup you know electricity no Picture, like that but with soup and it would go directly into your house 
And he was mad that his girlfriend wouldn't get behind it. And she said that he became obsessed with the idea. It's called Soup Tube. Not a sponsor. Soup Tube. Soup Tube. I thought you said Soup Tube. And I'm like, what the fuck is a tube? I don't know. Soup Tube hair. I... We just pour soup on your head instead of having (laughs) hair. Or Soup Troop, which is... a group of soldiers who love soup <laughs> or a dance team dance step squad that loves soup dance 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 um i don't know that i love that idea okay i don't think it's a great idea um i was watching what <laughs> nothing what keep going say what you're saying nothing speak your truth no I'm trying to move the conversation. I know you are. You know what's funny? Okay, so... This is when I say, say what you're going to say. Whatever (laughs) you're going to say next is exactly where you should go. (laughs) Okay, so the other day I was doing Rachel Vaughn's hair. Uh, We made her blonde again. Mm -hmm. and Make Rachel Vaughn blonde again. Yes, and... uh, they, her and Jamie decided that they were going to turn on our podcast and her favorite. And, and Rachel was like the, my favorite thing that you do to Mike is you leave him hanging all the time. Always. And I've been doing it much more lately Oh, on purpose. Oh, there's an agenda. Yeah. Cause it's just, it really is funny. And I apologize to anyone that hates it, but I secretly love When you say it. that part, apologize to anyone who hates it. That's just me. Yeah. I hate it. I know. Everyone else really likes it. Because it's the opposite of, we've had a podcast for nine years, Mm -hmm. eight years. Mm -hmm. It's just the only thing you're not supposed to do to your partner and your husband and your best friend. But it's so fucking funny. I don't leave you like hanging in real conversation like that. You're right. Which makes it even more, we have such easy going, we could talk for hours Uh about nothing. Yeah. And then we get here and you leave me you let me fall flat on my face. Yeah. What's next? Oh, now <laughs> you want to move along. Why don't you eat balls, Zoya? I was listening to the Whiskey Ginger podcast. Okay. Andrew with, Santino, what's up? Andrew Santino, what's Gucci Gooch, Gucci Gooch with you? And he was talking to Sebastian. Okay. Mascalco. Yes. And they were talking about how... Sebastian used to hang out at the comedy store and then just gradually he got a wife and then he got kids and then you hang out less because you're, you, your priority shift. You have wife and kid. Right. But I, and then Andrew asked if he ever got, if he ever got, if Sebastian ever got any good um, career advice okay. from his wife. And I was thinking about things that you Aww. told have told me okay. that have helped me. Okay. Here's the first one. Yawning in my face lets me know I'm boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said that to you. You've never said that to me with your words. <laughs> but it's a... Uh, um, it's this thing that you do with with your mouth and how you, you yawn that tells me. <laughs> so, very helpful. Thank you so much. I have a very big headache today, too. So Well, you have a very big head, so there's a lot of ache to fill in that space. <laughs> Yo, this is your headache exploring your head. Whoa. This is going to be a busy day. I hate it. 
just know that it didn't have to be like this. You didn't have to yawn during my first and second story. I apologize. But that doesn't matter. I told you. (laughs) Did you understand? (laughs) Do you understand how it doesn't matter? I hope you're having a great time with your friends and your little bits that you have with your friends. Hey, Mike. Fuck off. All right. One more time. Hey, 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 Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Uh-huh. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Thanks. Thank you, Zoya, for that. For that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So they were talking about what was a... So I tried really quick. I literally watched this on the computer right before we started recording. Okay. And I was trying to think... Because he seems to have a really great relationship with his wife. And there's a couple comedians like Tom Segura and, uh, and Sebastian that have a really... Uh, cool relationship whenever I see somebody with like a really strong bond or whatever and people like a couple who has each other's back I obviously think about us Mm -hmm. and you tell me fun shit all the time and good and and helpful things all the time and you keep me on track so much that I wanted to say three things one when I was able to go out every night they talk about going out every night and staying out until like two o'clock or whenever the club clubs close and uh, obviously, it's not something that we do right now. But when it was, like, he was talking about doing that more when he was single. Right. And I have always done that with and with you being together, being right. engaged or being married. Right. And just thank you for having patience with me for that. I get it. I know there's a process. And then he was talking about, uh, you know, your wife sees you at every stage of your career. So what has she said in the past? And... Even going outside of the stand-up comedy thing, you always helped me not feel bad for not taking money from people I didn't like. Like whenever somebody would offer me a pretty good amount of money to do something, but I didn't like them, so I didn't want to do it. Uh I would have a lot of guilt about that because I'd be like, regardless of what the job is, I could just do it and just fucking put blinders on and do it and then take the money home and benefit us as right, a family. Right. But if I didn't, if I knew I was going to be either mad at myself or if I knew I was going to be a dick or something mm-hmm. and put myself in a situation with people I didn't like or respect. Right. And I felt bad about that. I could always bring that to you and you would be like, don't fucking, we'll find it somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, there's that. always, because when, when there's a will, there's a way, right? There's never going to be a time, because like, I won't do things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Never. And I don't think that anybody should settle for that. Like, if And you I do think really, us both having that mindset is really reflected in our bank account. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think kidding. we're fine. I'm okay. I think we're fine. Um... <laughs> But yeah, you you might be right. Um, <laughs> but also, we're in an apartment right now. <laughs> but also, uh, no, I I don't I don't believe in lowering your standards to help benefit someone else. Uh-huh. No matter what it is, yeah. right? Like there, like you said, there were times where you know people offered you money to do something, and you just were like, I, I just. 
I can't do it. Like there's just something that I cannot do. And I always believe like follow your gut. Like if there's something that you can't do, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Or something that you don't want to do. You shouldn't have to do anything that you don't want to. There's a reason why your gut feels right. good or feels bad about something. Right. Then your brain get, gets involved and then you go back and forth a thousand times. Right. Then you lose your gut feeling completely because you keep getting further keep, and further away from right it. because you never listen to it i wish i had the repeater on when you said right anytime right. you say right right to me it feels really good can i get right. one more of those right 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 wow go ahead and go ahead and clip that off okay jesse's probably gonna make a song out of it <laughs> jesse actually made a couple of songs <laughs> Why is your flashlight on right now? I, I don't know. It would get wild in here. <laughs> Dude, it's like a shitty rave. Bray uh, Wyatt comes out of the closet. So do you want me to move on? Or yeah, do you no. Me to... you, I mean, we can also... Another thing, having to deal with specifically stand-up that you are always, always right on, especially when really at all stages, never really stopped. It used to happen more and then it happened less once I started to get a better feel on things. But when I had less shows a week, when I would have maybe like three shows a week instead of trying to be out every night, uh-huh. I would stress about set lists more because I'm like, oh, less time getting up. I really have to make this time count. I, I want to work on these jokes, but these jokes work. And how could I arrange all of this stuff in a way where it's a good whole set Mm -hmm. you would always be like whenever you put too much stuff on your set list it's always bad yeah you always have a harder time and then you're always trying to figure out and remember what exactly was on that list mm -hmm. and instead of it coming organically and kind of listening to the crowd i think that's when you do the best Mm -hmm. is when you're just kind of like here are four jokes everything else will just come as it comes yeah I felt bad about that for a long time because I don't have like, I have some people who I can go to and ask for advice, but I use it very sparingly because I never want to like bother anyone. And that's my own thing. Yeah. Right. But I can't bounce stuff off of people all the time. Right. And because of that, I would, I would adopt all of these schools of thought at different periods of time. Like if I wasn't, if I was doing more crowd work than written material, I was less of a comedian. Mm -hmm. And then if you really go all the way back, it's like, who, who is saying that? Where did I pick that up somewhere along the line where I would like try to, that's like me telling you about my life, but they're not my words. Right. It's like, where did that even come from? And then as soon as I, I, especially with longer sets, finding my groove of like, here are some jokes that I could say, but I could go out there and do whatever and just find it. That's so much more fun. And it's so much more tailored to like my personality. That being said, as I get older, so basically I would want to, at certain points in my career, I would feel like a failure if I didn't go out there and do like mostly written cohesive jokes that all flowed into each other. And then that seven or 12 or 15 minutes would feel like one thing. Right. And then it was always like more important to obviously be funny and be productive 
and move jokes along, but to have fun as well. Right. I'm surprised you didn't yawn during that. I was trying to wrap it up so you wouldn't yawn. I wasn't going to yawn. I, it's not <laughs> like I can know. help it. I never know when Aaron... Aaron. <sighs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That was forced. Um, no, but I remember, you know, when, when life was normal and... Oh, remember when? We took um, a lot of shit for granted. It's, that's so true. Um but I remember you wanting to be out every single night, mm -hmm. right? And then there were times where it just got to be too much, right? And you would be so exhausted. You're not sleeping. And you go to sleep at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, sometimes 4. And then you wake up at like 6, 7. And then you'd be dead like all day, all, all day, all, all night. Day, all night, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, and... I remember saying like, it's okay for you to also take a night off, mm -hmm. you know, like, but then you would wake up and you would have like this feeling of, um, I don't know, even like, a like you, you'd, you'd never accomplished anything ever, you know? It's very, it's, it's so, a very weird feeling. It's a very weird feeling. Cause you would, I would be feeling physically bad. And then, like you said, you'd be like, take a night off and it would take a lot of convincing and I would always find some way to justify it. Like I'll take a night off, but I'll go, you know, to two open mics. Tomorrow. Yeah. Do yeah. like a early open mic before the show or something like mm -hmm. that. And then I would wake up and feel like I wasted that night. Yeah. And like none of the benefits from resting registered as like, that was a smart thing to do because right. now you could like think more clearly or whatever. Yeah. That is one of the things that like, I fucking hate that I haven't done stand up in over 110 plus days by this point, probably. That's crazy. Especially compared to what it was and stopping all of a sudden. Right. But I do really like the, the breath that I was able to take. And I think it's very refreshing. And I think it also, it opened up more of my mind and I think more about things. And then that leads me into like, like I want to, the jokes that I will have when I go out there and be like, I have these, but I'm mostly going to do whatever I want. Right. I would like those to have more value sometimes. Yeah. There are things that I say that are going to be funny and they'll tell you something about me or they'll just be like a little, some, just a silly thing that right. doesn't really mean much of anything. Right. But then like I try to do with the YouTube stuff, like if there's a way that it could be have more value to it and have more weight to it. And, uh, you can get something out of a joke. I want to write more of those as I get older. Yeah. So it's been nice to take a breath and to be, um, quite as a mouse in the house <laughs> to be able to think about that kind of stuff. And then me coming in like a fucking tornado. It is kind of like a tornado shows up. <laughs> Every day, a little Albanian tornado. Yes. Um, one of the things that I have been doing at the house is I found something on Netflix <laughs> that I loved in the same way that I love Bob Ross when when that came to Netflix. Yes. And you know what I'm going to say. Yes, I do. And it's Supermarket Sweet. We watched several episodes. And I'll watch them again. And again. And I'll watch them again. And again. Because there's no unhappiness in the show. No. 
for <sighs> some reason, it's just the collection of people. The collection being, of haircuts. The collection of haircuts. Not a lot of diversity no. in 1992 or whatever the fuck yeah, it yeah. was. And that's a, that's something that society learns over time, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but just dressing white people up real goofy. And all of the little all the nuances. Best. Everything is good. Yeah. Everything is silly as fuck and good. What are we doing? You're putting your microphone up to your coffee? What is happening here? <laughs> How many people are taking a road trip right now and have to pull over? <laughs> okay. Um, but fuck, man. I've been watching it, and I'm such a big fan. And I didn't really... I remember the overall theme of the show. Basically, there are three teams of two. You come with your cuddy, cuddy, your butt, which is your buddy and your cousin. Your cuddle buddy. You come with your cuddy, cuddy, <laughs> or your um, you know, the person uh, that you're gay with that you really can't talk about openly, not because yet, because it's a different time. Yes, but so many of them are just obviously gay couples <laughs> and go on there and talk about being cousins, <laughs> or best friends, or best friends. We met each other. That's how the more vague their origin story is, yeah. the more they're probably like secretly in love and keeping yeah. it from their families. It's, and stuff this like is that. my roommate. Yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, it's my high school sweetheart," or "This is my um, my best friend." We we met in fifth grade, and then there's like. We've met recently and we've been hanging out a whole bunch <laughs> or whatever or whatever. Um, there's so many good things about the show. When I, I, I kind of, uh, cornered you into watching it today. Yeah, what there was you... no corner. It was great. I said, you got home from work and I was like, I want to talk about this show on the podcast. Can I please turn it on for you? Sure. And what were your thoughts watching it i immediately got cozy and settled right in and watched it with you do you have any childhood memories of watching did you watch this back in yeah the day? i i remember watching it i don't i don't have any specific things that i remember from it uh -huh. but i remember it playing in the house yeah i remember always catching the the tail end of it yeah it's like every day when you would tune in to Price is right, uh -huh. and you would only see the showcase showdown, which yeah. is the most fucking boring part uh -huh. of the show. I always saw the last, basically three teams of two, right? And you're fucking, you're always trying to get more time for your supermarket sweep. Uh -huh. You're adding time onto your. Do you right. have two minutes to run a box, or do you have four? Do you have four minutes, which is basically a regular trip, right, to the grocery right. store? And it's so good, and it's such a specific time that that coming out of the 80s coming into the 90s that's like our specific childhood time yeah so all of our parents looked like that. the people they all had the same hairstyles yeah. as the people on it these didn't shows. matter if you were male female long hair short hair they all had mullets dude they all had mullets and there were mostly permed mullets yes <laughs> so much frizzy hair in this and everyone has bad teeth yes it was a simpler time uh-huh and there was, uh, dude, there was this woman. Where is it? Do I have it? Yes. You were this woman it. on the first episode, man, 
she was answering because you know they'll have a couple rounds yeah trivia based rounds and all of the questions the show basically paid for itself because all the answers of the questions are like brand name product yeah things so i'm sure the whole show was just like companies getting a little bit of money to or giving a little bit of money to be the answer to a question or something like that right i'm honestly fascinated with how this show was put together Mm mm-hmm but there was a non-Italian woman who tried to say the word rigatoni on the first oh, episode. Man. Yeah. And I, again, quiet as a mouse in the house by myself before I got home from work, laughed so hard for so long, screaming, laughing <laughs> and hitting the couch with my hand at a combination of how confident this woman's face was mm-hmm. and how off her pronunciation of rigatoni was. If I may. Her her face when she's saying it, she's like, Oh, well, I hope next round's not hard because we got Rigatuni. We got Rigatuni so dude, one more time. Can we do one more time? <laughs> rigatoni spaghetti sauce. Rigatoni spaghetti sauce. Rigatoni. The, the woman after her is like <laughs> rigatoni, and it was the wrong. Answer. It was still the wrong, the wrong answer. Wrong. Yeah, it was the classic. It was Paul Newman's classic spaghetti lemonade, sauce. pink lemonade, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> Paul Newman had so many things, and then we uh, we kept watching stuff. Yes. And there were just countless good moments. There were so many good moments in there. Uh, there's a round where they try to explain. They try to get their get their partner to say the name of the product uh-huh. without saying what the product is. Right. Here's a woman trying to explain Hawaiian punch. <laughs> Imagine it's like we're across from each other and we we could win money if you get this. Sack punch. If you get this right. Before the show, the producer says, all right, second round. Which one of you is going to describe the products and which one of you is going to guess the products? Yeah. And then I'm like, I will describe the products. Uh-huh. I'm unstoppable at describing products. Yes. So much so that you'll get it no matter what. Okay. Okay. Number one. Okay, this is the big hole. The big hole. Okay. Little guy. Okay. Oh. What is your guess? Do you have any guesses? No. <laughs> I think she was thinking of the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> not the Hawaiian because there's like the Hawaiian punch guy yeah Hawaiian okay. punch has little guy yeah but I think she was thinking because the uh, the Kool-Aid guy is the guy that runs around Hawaiian punch guy runs around I'm I get caught up on the big hook this hook. is the big hook. hook one more time okay this is the big hook <laughs> the big hook 
It's the little guy and he runs around. I would have said Lucky Charms. I still wouldn't know what the big whoop means. The big whoop? Uh, this clip just says Supermarket Sweep. I thought it was worth saving. I don't know. Oh, oh, this is the tagline at the end that the host says. Uh-huh. And it sounds like me saying something to make fun of the thing. Right? Okay. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like somebody kind of Next time you hear the beep. The producer's like, dude, you got a every tagline. game show <laughs> the tagline. We wrote a tagline. You got us. I know you're not in love with it when we went over it in rehearsals. But you gotta say it. I need you to say this. Please say Please it. Please say it. And, and what like, is it again? Uh, Tell me what it yeah. is. One more time. <laughs> say it again. Say it one more time. It's too long of a tag. That's not a tagline. That's listen, a tag fucking to paragraph. Listen to me. We're paying you good money to do this oh, show. It's At not the enough. End of the show. Okay. You're gonna look into the camera and Please. you're gonna say, next time you're at the supermarket and you hear the beep. Too much. Think of it's the, too listen much. to me. It's too much. Think already. of the fun you could be having on Supermarket Sweet. Okay. okay. All right. Ready and go. <laughs> I love the, I love, yeah. I love the, the fake laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, how do I deliver the last part of this with a smile? Ugh. Yeah. Fucking make yourself laugh in the middle. Punch yourself in the leg. <laughs> make yourself laugh on Supermarket Sweet. I'm speaking of sponsors. We've got a couple hundred dollar sponsors this week. Oh, fuck. Really? Yes. Oh, then I have to give out some sweatshirts. Well, what are, where do these sponsors come from? They come from Patreon, virtual tipping and rewards website. If you're sitting here listening to the show, being like, they've been doing this for eight years, they haven't gotten any better at it, might as well reach into my pocket and throw them a couple bucks, and that's how you support us during these trying times. So Lead. I can listen to Zoya, hashtag yawn. So I can listen to Zoya, hashtag be loud as fuck, and then <laughs> yawn when I have something to say. The $10 group. Gets the no, you're doing hundred dollar group. Hundred dollar group, you could advertise something on the show if you want, because we don't have big corporate advertisers. We uh, talk about projects that you're working on to other people like you, and it sounds a Lee, something like this. Well, apparently, uh, Jesse had started a poop buddies channel uh, that I believe uh, has been now canceled, but there it was only it, the only time you were allowed to. Uh, speak in this channel would be when you were actually pooping. So uh, the Discord at the Discord in the Discord, but Panic there were the Discord? but there were fake poopers, so the channel got deleted. I like that Jesse spent a hundred dollars to say that in the Discord, which is another uh, perk perk to the Patreon. Everyone gets to take part in the Discord family. Jesse said. Who is the the Discord moderator by by God? <laughs> by, he's he's by Discord the Dad. So he said, "I've created this channel 
so that people could talk while they're pooping specifically. Only while you're pooping are you allowed to talk in this channel. And then he was outraged that people were not we taking got it seriously. Fake poopers. Okay, I yeah. just want to make sure I got that. Uh, so Jesse changed his mind and we got rid of the Poop Buddies channel. Never forget. This month I want to promote Felicia's Drub Club at drubfacts.com, which I will put the link below. This website is a Discord inside joke, and I'm sorry that I don't have anything else better to promote this month. So Drub Facts will be in the description, and that's all he's got. For if you want to learn week. about drubs, the dangers of drubs, it's like the it's like a re-up on the D.A.R.E. program, but mm-hmm. I don't know how helpful any of the information is. But it's Felicia. Because I'm Felicia. still unclear is about it, what a drub is. Is Felicia the one that's, like, explaining what drubs are? Yes. All right, right on. And then we got Sebastian. Sebastian O., longtime listener, longtime uh, supporter. Uh, he just wanted to give an update on the impact of the latest movement. Recre- re- oh, wow. Reclaim the Block and Black Visions Collective have been well-funded and are now asking their donors to continue to donate towards other groups that still need your help. If you head over to their page, reclaimtheblock.org or their Twitter at reclaimtheblock, they have a list of groups that also stand for black lives that also stand for the black lives matter movement and community led organizations that support community health. So thank you for using your platform to spread the word about Black Lives Matter movement, Mike and Zoya. Just because the mainstream media isn't covering the Black Lives Matter movement as much, it doesn't mean that people have stopped protesting and that the movement is slowing down. The conversation has to has to continue if we want change. Thanks again, Mike and Zoya. Yeah. Thank you, Sebastian. And thank you. And make sure you check that stuff out. Yeah. And uh, make sure you help in uh in ways that you can control for sure like uh voting in more local elections Mm -hmm. and even just like i mean you're on the fucking phone all the time yeah you could look up what people in your community are doing where your money goes yeah learning new things all the time um don't be one of those white people who makes black people feel nervous to hang out in public right we had a um a situation over here in like north hollywood recently where uh somebody got kicked off church grounds for just like setting up a blanket and reading on the you know just happened to be a a black woman and it was it didn't have to be a, a weird situation but they made it a weird situation you know it's super uh i don't know I don't know. My business partner's black. And if anything was to ever happen, like in front of me around her, I think I would kill somebody. Yeah, but you also can't kill anybody. Yeah. Because if you Uh, go away, no one's going to listen to this podcast. That's true. So uh, we got a $50 sponsor too, Chris. I'd also probably kill someone for Jamie. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah. I released my first commercial game back in February of this year, and it would be nice to have other people give it a try. It's called Neon Nemo, N-E-O-N-I-M-O, if, the, if I pronounced it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Pronounce Neon Nemo. <laughs> Keep reading, Zoe. Um, 
it's basically a competitive Tetris-like strategy game where you have to build a road to connect your opponent's base. It's available for for all iOS devices, but plays best on an iPad against another human. I'm really proud of the work that our small team of four put into this game, and I hope other people like it too. You can find it. It's you can find it by searching for Neon Nemo. That's N E O N I M O uh, in the App Store. On separate on a separate note, I wanted to say that I'm so thrilled for you and your new salon. Thank you so much. I wish you so much success and have a good Sunday, Chris. You do the same, man. Well, you'll be hearing on this on game, Monday, Chris. but so yeah, congratulations. That's huge. Go to huge. iOS, look up Neon Nemo. Neon Nemo, kids. I'm also going to do that because I like Tetris very much. Uh-huh. Same, same. And you uh, play that annoying game that you play. You Why know? does it have to be annoying when it comes to me? It's just lame. You're, the game that you play is so lame. You're lame. It's like knockoff Candy Crush. It's like Candy Crush was one thing. When everybody got Facebook and you invite all your friends to play that annoying game with you and then you people rip off the idea. It's not as good, but it's still colorful and things explode or whatever, so you, you play it. You guys, we also have a $10 group, and Mike is like really cruising today. $10 group gets their name written on the podcast, gets their name set. <laughs> name is written, handwritten on the podcast, and it sounds a little something like this. Andrew Vanderhelm. Andrew Vanderhelm. Uh, Anna Veyes. I think it's Veyes. Uh, there's a double L, so I'm going to say it's Veyes. Uh, oops, Just Berries. Uh, Sarah Mack. Bobster Jazz. Nick. Uh, William uh, Niles Wilson. And Clust Broken. What? What? Jason Perryman. Chloe Donnelly. Did I fuck this up? I may have fucked this up. Anyway. I mean, just by the uh, Benjamin Putz. Uh, Marcus Oreo. Bryant Alonzo. Matthew Creason. Lexi P- uh, Parlier. Marquise Cruz. Beth Bush. Shiggity Diggity 12. Shaylin O'Mara. Rachel Mittens. Laura M. Suarez. Uh, Ryan Ashbrook. Corey Griffiths. Riley Dunn, Frank Ingerbertson, Greg Barboza, it's soda pop, it's soda not pop, hashtag truth be told, it's, I grew up with pop, sorry, Taylor, Christina Camille, uh, Nils Nyquist, Belinda Allen, uh, Erwin Yavier, Katie H, Nick Forcier, uh, Alyssa Moreno, Claire Ochevsky, Mr. Feeney, Pinhead Larry, Bailey Ditto, Jonathan E. Sleepy Boy Cadote, Josh Steppen, uh, Maya Melvick, Sydney Trombetta, Joseph Dilcox, Micah Espritu, who is actually uh, one of my clients this week, uh, Jason Kahn, Lexi, Kyla Johnston, Tyler Rutherford, Helic Opter. <laughs> Helicopter! <laughs> Helicopter! I was trying to see if, if his name was in his Gmail, but it's not. I'm assuming it's a guy. I don't know. 
Aubrey Ferreira, Emily H. Stink Wrinkles, Faith Rebecca Borga, Grant Levisior, Kendall Marie, Joe Findy, Joe Finney, Findy, Heather Ashley, Nicholas Anderson, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Hale State, Katie Taylor, Mackenzie, Kate Farrell, Gabrielle Silco, Shane Welsh, Scott Harrington, Jacob Jacob Alvey, Hayden Record, Milky Beans, Lauren Daughtery, Antlier, Jess Enright, Sean Stone, Lillian Carrillo, Lou Drake, Hannah McCurry, Benjamin Fuchs, sorry, Magnus Silva, Barrington Lloyd Lovett, Hannah Horman, Chelsea Thomas. I don't know why I'm screaming. I'm sorry. See? I fucking told you, dude. <laughs> Gary Parsons, Brandon Clawsmith, Logan Snyder, <laughs> Emily Borky, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Johnson, Chris Robinson, Michael Cavagile, uh, Kristen Kane, J- uh, Just Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Wandering G Bear, Helen Ford, uh, Superfloss, Tatiana Clay. Danielle De Verona, John Robinson, Katie A, Valerie York, uh, Hackamack, Monique Quistorf, Dara McGrath, Katie Lee G, Rob DeVoe, Nestor DeLeon III, Matthew J. Palka, Troy R., and Felicia Shimberry. You guys, I love you. Great job. Sorry. Thank you. There's 110 people that I just named off. Thank you so much for your love and support. We really appreciate you so much. We tried to make the show good. Uh, Drake McCakes. Drake, Drake, it's a cake Macintosh. uh, Puts out full episodes of this podcast that you could watch if you are a Patreon person. We put out free clips every Friday and maybe some more because he came out with some great ones um, last week. So maybe we'll sprinkle them out on um, YouTube slash Mike Falzone throughout the week. And uh, also we have an Instagram and a Twitter where you could ask us questions at welcome pod. And uh, yeah, thank you for talking with us this week. Yeah. I had more stuff I want to get to, but we fucking blazed through it and yeah. we need to jump on somebody else's podcast now. Uh, it's called, we're going to be on the fuck boy uh, helpline. Fuck Hotline. boy helpline. <laughs> with go on yeah and, and uh, more of my improv uh hollywood improv homies yeah a lot of the staff from over there has their own podcast studio they got a lot of cool stuff coming out of there they're cool beans so we're gonna go hop on with mike and go on and uh it's gonna be great yes great you guys thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you next week we love you love you guys helicopter <laughs>